0: I didn't want to sleep with this girl. I didn't even want to kiss this girl to begin with. And now she's naked on my bed. But people-pleasing Jay, what happened next?
1: Okay, so. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Eden. And I'm Jay. And welcome to EdenXJay Unfiltered. Hey. <laughs> Um, This is a podcast where we have created a safe and sexy space to have unfiltered conversations.
0: We might be the same sex, but we definitely have different opinions. (laughs) Once again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I don't know if you can hear it, but also see it. Uh, Such a fun and beautiful new podcast space. We got quite the upgrade that we're trying out, and so far I'm in love. I don't know about you. Hey, I'm in love with the podcast
0: <laughs> setup.
1: Hey, there's only room for
0: one. But I do now that we you have visuals. Look at this beautiful woman right here. Look at her outfit. Oh, Ow! You, is there you. like a an ooh? Got we need a an what is that called? A like ooga? the wolf? Yeah, like the wolf where he's the like, wolf. The wolf. <laughs> The Let's, wolf's eyes pop in. We'll if and Solomon the can get it in there.
1: <laughs> we need a wolf button,
0: please. Uh, it's on
1: order. Thank you very much. It's, it's in Amazon Prime, um, <laughs> it'll be here shortly. Uh well thank you. Yeah, thank you look you. really good. Thank you. No, I actually really love um this whole fit today. So I'm glad you love it too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um not sponsored, just wearing dynamite because she's cute in it and she loves it and it's comfy. Yes. And they are actually clothes that fit me. So <laughs> I love that. Most of the time it's hard to find things that fit my body shape and yeah. they do it very well. Thank you. Yes, Canada. They do. Don't know what's going on over there, but I like it. <laughs> um we're excited to be back again for another episode. This episode in particular, we have been avoiding uh, being mainly because mm-hmm. it was just a really shitty situation that happened between the both of us. A little situation ship.
0: We <laughs> accidentally hooked up with the same girl. Dun dun dun, we no, that one. We accidentally hooked up with the same girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> yes, uh, we did do that thing. And we, you know, we were honest about it on our social media to an extent. We just were like, we told people that it happened, but Mm. we never told everyone what exactly happened, what went down, how did we end up here. (sighs) And for those of you who are wondering, no, I did not sleep with her first, actually. Jay did. So uh buttons are awesome. I feel like you should be in the hot seat first. Yeah. And you gotta tell us.
0: I mean, I can set the I'll I'll paint the picture if you want. So when Eden and I first started dating, early on very early. Very early on, we were having a conversation where we were just talking about past relationships and, you know, situations. Yeah. And she mentioned that she dated this one girl who so happened to work at this one place. (laughs) and happened to be this one type of ethnicity, ethnicity where when you add one
1: plus one plus one, it equals this person. Psychopath.
0: Yes. Um, That
1: was a flag in your brain, I guess. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So when we were having this conversation over the phone, I freaked out because it was so early on and I didn't know how she was gonna react. Once I told her we hooked up with the same person
1: but before you let them know, did it end well? Did they break up? Are they still together now? I mean, spoiler <laughs> alert, clearly we're married. Um, we got through it. But you have to take them back to what happened. You got to paint that picture all the way back to prehistoric time before. Oh, Jesus, making me the, nervous. I know. What's, what's going on over there? You're to break the set. We <laughs> just got here. <laughs> don't, don't tell Solomon. Um, we have to take it back. You got to, you know set him up let him know what it's happened from,
0: oh so from the very okay so here, the
1: very beginning before they i met don't eden know who okay you're, talking you're about. right
0: you're right you're right okay is so, there a
1: vomit button i can
0: also <laughs> add here when someone's like <laughs> sorry i'm we talking be nice. about this per- we should give this person a name before i start the um, the story yeah vomit so when Veronica. <laughs> i'll start with the v <laughs> sure veronica so um before i met eden i was dating this i was in a relationship with um I was in a toxic relationship before I met Eden and we had broken up not in the best ways and I decided to go on a dating app because all my friends were like jump on a dating app you can get over someone by getting under another and terrible friends <laughs> I've upgraded my <laughs> group of friends since then. Right really so thank and, you, relationship. Thank you. and relationship and relationship. <laughs> I'll be okay I'll be nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But um, I ended up going on uh, my first online date, and it so happened to be this person.
1: This was your first online yeah. date? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I thought you had already been dating no. online before
0: this. No, she was my first one. Ooh. That makes it even worse. And she made me, like, because of her, I deleted the app no for, like, way. six or X amount of months what? after. I don't yeah. know how I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. okay. Continue on. Uh, this Learning This is the new natural things.
1: reaction of our listeners. Um, me too, hearing it for the first yes. time. <laughs> so I went on a
0: date with Veronica, and it and was, was fine. How long
1: ago after you and your toxic ex broke up?
0: Did you? Uh, it wasn't that long. It was, like, I don't the know. next day. May, No. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it was, like, maybe two months. Something like that, it was fairly new. I honestly, in all, transparency, I probably shouldn't have been on a date two mm-hmm. months after a horrible relationship. So yeah, I mean, you live and you learn. You but, told me
1: some horror stories yeah. like, about this person. So uh yeah, some time could have done it well, but you know what? I wasn't in the best place either because clearly I made the same mistake you did. Exactly.
0: <laughs> but. So I ended up matching with Veronica and we went on this date. What and- made you want to match with her? <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs>
1: I'm asking it's for the it. listeners, These are the questions that they have. Yes,
0: yes. Okay. I think uh, she was she was pretty. I thought she was pretty, and um, we had a lot of similarities. Like we were the same ethnicity.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> we're so late with these buttons. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay okay, okay. okay.
0: As I was saying, I went on this date with Veronica. And initially I think what I what attracted me mm-hmm. to her profile was that she was pretty mm-hmm. and she was all, we were also the same ethnicity and oh, she was yeah. also gay. Yeah. So I think all those things and she was local to LA Convenient. so Yeah, and yeah. I was casually dating so mm. I met up with her and this should have been the first thing. We met up at a vegan restaurant. <gasps> should have been the first flag. Oh.
1: How did you how did you agree to that? For those of you who don't know, my <laughs> Wife literally only eats brown foods. Does not touch vegetables. Does not touch fruit. She only eats meat, cheese, and bread because you know this is li- clearly how she stays so skinny, skinny. And will not touch vegetables.
0: So the fact that you went to a vegan I know restaurant that tells you I was in a not good place. I was like, what? I can't <laughs> I even get in get you come most... to a vegan restaurant right yeah, now. I was <laughs> not in a good place emotionally, mentally. Obviously, everything was. <laughs> Kind of skewed. So I ended up going to a <laughs> questionable judge. Yes. What did you eat? Nothing. Oh. I think I fake ate. Like I ordered oh. something and I didn't really eat. I just drank.
1: Uh you yeah. shove it in a napkin somewhere? Maybe like it's like it a <laughs> kid. <table. laughs>
0: <laughs> but the thing is, we went to this vegan restaurant, which again is weird, but we went to a vegan restaurant and you know that feeling that you get when you talk to someone online and You see them in person and you realize almost immediately it's going to be like a friendship. It's not anything romantic. It's going to be platonic. So that's kind of what happened. When she walked Mm -hmm. in, she sat down and then she started talking about, I don't know, I I wasn't really interested. Like immediately it just wasn't there. Like um, any sort of spark, any sort of like interest. Mm -hmm. And I, the date was fine. We talked about things. I fake ate vegan food (laughs) and then I drank some some margaritas and then we ended up leaving Mm -hmm. um and as we were leaving she she's like let me walk you to your car and I was like okay you can walk me to my car and as I get to the door she's like you're not gonna kiss me and I've never had anybody like
1: nope
0: (laughs) (laughs) these buttons I've never had anybody put me on like on blast like that yeah and for those of you that don't know, I used to be, I'm a recovering people pleaser. Like She's that is, I talk everyone. about it all the time. Yeah. It's something that I've always struggled with. Mm-hmm. And at this particular time in my life, I was definitely a people pleaser. Yeah. So by her putting me on the spot, I felt pressured to make out with this person, even though I didn't want to. There's definitely no consent there. This
1: takes me back to when we were first dating and you're, People pleasing tendencies were very impressive. Like I don't think yeah. I've ever seen to, to that point. You don't eat any vegetables, and to go to a vegan restaurant because you're, the people pleasing aspect mm-hmm. and like how deep it was. Then I'm just like, whoa, takes me back to early J. Earlier, we have grown since. I've then. I've grown
0: so much since then. <laughs>
1: Still can actually. You eat some veggies now. I do. So I will say that. I've we've we've worked on that,
0: <laughs> like some mixed greens yeah. and some.
1: Covered in garlic and butter, but you know what? It's still green. It's still green, I'll take it. I'll take a win where a win is.
0: Yes, so she basically asked me for a kiss and put Mm -hmm. me in a spot and I felt like I had to kiss her. So I kissed her and I still didn't feel a spark, but I felt I was obligated. And then um, I was like, yeah, this was fun. Totally lied. I was also somewhat of a liar, a fibber
1: at the time. (laughs) covering liar and people Yes,
0: (laughs) it's true and a couple of days later she texted me mm-hmm. i wasn't planning on texting her like i said she was it was strictly platonic and she texted me wanting to come over
1: Aaron. and
0: at the time i was going to australia for work mm-hmm. and i was packing because i was flying out that following day and i told her i i can't I can't hang out maybe we'll hang out when i get back but i'm busy packing mm-hmm. um to which she said I will bring food over and I'll just hang out while you pack. I won't interrupt. I just want to like hang out and be in your presence.
1: You know those cartoons that put like a little piece of food out mm-hmm. for, I don't know, like a mouse to yeah. trap them in? That's, That's you. Yeah. That's you. All you have to do is like say, I have food. And you're yes. like the kid that goes into the scary van. they like, say less, I'm in. <laughs> yes, that is me. To a T. That's pretty much how I probably got you too. I know I know
0: it's more than that but yeah definitely so when she said food I felt like yeah okay this fine she's gonna come over with some food I don't have to worry about free dinner. food
1: free food <laughs> yes
0: say less so she came over and um I was packing I told her I was gonna be packing and I went to the restroom to, uh, to grab my toiletries and then I mm-hmm. came out of the restroom and she's butt naked on my bed Oh,
1: the old wait till them wait for them to leave into the bathroom and then yes. be butt naked on the bed.
0: Yes. Ugh, oldest trick in the book. And I was so caught off guard because A, <laughs> I didn't want to sleep with this girl. I didn't even want to kiss this girl to begin with. And now she's naked on my bed. But people pleasing Jay. What happened next?
1: Okay, so Where's the vomit button? I'm just joking. <laughs> You're, you're like, you're I'm, like literally sorry. blushing like, right now. I don't even right want to say it.
0: <laughs> this story. <laughs> anyway, so. Making you square. Yeah. So she it was naked in the room and she comes on to me. And mm-hmm. again, people pleasing, totally a thing back then. I ended up being intimate with her. Mm-hmm. And the craziest thing now looking back is that I was so uncomfortable yes. with being intimate with this person that I like left my underwear on. Yeah, like that's how much I didn't want to do it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I w- I couldn't say no. Like yeah. it was so difficult for me to say no mm-hmm. back then. Thankfully, I can say no now. But she definitely caught me off guard, and yeah, I feel like it was one of those weak moments.
1: <laughs> I wanted to like kind of touch on because I feel like we've talked about your people pleasing, and you know, on our page, on yeah, our Instagram. At Eden Exchange, if you haven't followed yet. Yeah, <laughs> fun stuff happening over there. Um, we have talked about it, and we've talked about your growth and recovery yeah. from people pleasing, and you know, listening to who you are now and knowing how strong you are in your people pleasing aspect is, you know, obviously the growth is there. But I'm sure people have done the same thing you've done, where you know you sleep with somebody even though you don't want to, and to that like leaving your underwear on and having sex with somebody is so telling yes. of like, I'm not doing this because I want to, but I feel like I have to. What advice or in your growth path can you give to somebody who is on their people-pleasing journey? Like what helped you with it?
0: Man, I think I was super scared of what people would think. Like people's opinion was at the forefront mm-hmm. over like what I cared or what i wanted and i think that's huge when you can realize that it's it's whatever you feel and whatever you like you are over everybody else so putting yourself first i think is what yeah. like remembering that and really applying that to situations i think because at the time yeah it was so hard for me to say no it was hard for me to like put myself first it was mm-hmm. hard for me to not take people's judgment into consideration you yeah. know, like back then, if you if I was wearing something and you would say, oh, yeah, that doesn't look right or whatever. or Like, I don't like that color. I'd probably change. Like, mm-hmm. that's how bad it was. Yeah, Or I, I dwell on like that thing all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, damn, is this the right color? Does this suit me? Are they right? I should probably change my color. Like, it would just yeah. drive me nuts, mm-hmm. you know. I am proud of you. Thank yeah, you. It's taken a lot
1: of a lot of growth. And I'm I love that you're so transparent in the fact that, you know what? There, hope is out there. You know, you can change. It's
0: not too late. No, it's not. And <laughs> I care think about it's, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's realizing that that as long as you put yourself first mm-hmm. and you continue to do that, mm-hmm. the right people, will, you'll surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. And I think, like, working on my people-pleasing helped me weed out the bad people in my life, too. Because yeah, I, I think when you're people-pleasing, you attract, like, a negative group of people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It kind of goes hand-in-hand.
1: Yeah, people pleasers and then people who like to take advantage yeah. of people pleasers tend Magnet. to just line up with each other all the time. But, you know, I'm proud of her
0: growth.
1: Hey. don't love how you had to go through it, but that's fine. I know. Gross. I'm just I joking. Know.
0: <laughs> but I'm happy that I kept my underwear on. <laughs>
1: I don't want to be in the hot seat next. I really does, don't. So. I really don't. I'm hoping like, I don't know, we just lose electricity. Solomon, can we turn the power on <laughs> when it's my turn? Um, besides, I didn't mean to deviate from your story, your beautiful story. Let's continue.
0: Yes. So we pants are back on <laughs> and you're still packing. <laughs> pants are back on. I'm still packing and she ends up leaving, right? We mm-hmm. do whatever happens, happens. And um, I leave to Australia and I'm gone for like two weeks. It was a really long work trip. And halfway through the work trip, we're st- she's still texting me every day while I'm gone. And it's like, you know, super surface conversations. Like, how's your day going? What's your favorite color? Who's your favorite artist? Like just, their connection wasn't there. Yeah. And half of the time I would leave her on red anyways. How did
1: the fallout happen? Because it seemed like you guys are still cool when you left to Australia. Oh,
0: this is where it gets juicy. So <laughs> I'm in Australia. <laughs> And all of a sudden, she she's like, can I call you? But she's super adamant about it. And I kept telling her, like, I'm at work, and it's opposite hours. Because Australia when it's, like, daytime in Australia, it's nighttime here. Yeah. So it's, like, this weird hour, uh, this weird time zone. She is super and persistent. And she's super persistent, and she just keeps asking, like, can I get on the phone? So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So I answer her call, and she's like, hey, um, so I'm with someone you know. And at the time... I made sure like whoever I would match with, I, I made it a point to look at their social media to see if we were linked in any way because I hated going on a date with someone that yeah. like knew a friend.
1: The circle is so small. Yeah. You know, you never want to hook up with the same person that your friends hooked up that with part, or you know, that's not a rule for everyone. That was definitely it a our rule for it was your us. Rule. Yeah, it was our rule. Like, oh my goodness. The fact that we got a first date and we got very lucky that we didn't have mutuals um, is really crazy, mm. but you you knew that she didn't know anybody. Yeah,
0: so I was flabbergasted because I, I couldn't, like who? I was <laughs> racking my head like, who do who do you know that I know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, let me put her on the phone for you. And this voice on the other end, she's like, hey, um, do you know who this is? And I was oh, like, God, no, because <laughs> I also, the reception wasn't that great because yeah. it's Australia. And so I'm like, no, who is it? And she's like, it's your ex. The so toxic she, one? The toxic one that I had just broken up with. Oh, yeah. how did she? What? So it turns out this girl, Veronica, was yeah. on a date with my ex-girlfriend while I was in Australia. And somehow I came up in conversation or I don't even know how that happened, but they decided what? to three-way me right there and then. Mm-hmm. And my ex was livid on the phone. She was just like, I can't believe you're on a date. I can't believe you're talking to this girl. Like, all these things. G- granted, question. she's on a date with the same girl. Yes. Well, clearly, this girl gets around. Clearly. With all of us in
1: the same circle right now. But so she was mad at you for going out on a date with this girl, who was also on a date with your ex. Yes. I mean the hypocrisy in this whole situation ship mm-hmm. is uncanny but the
0: audacity to call you and yeah. tell you and like the three way you in on and this And it was so messed up because I'm in Australia so I couldn't even like not that I needed to defend myself but I couldn't even take like I couldn't even do anything oh, because my I'm stuck Yeah I was like super depressed all week oh. out in Australia because this was Granted, I was also a people pleaser. Yeah. So you can imagine how much this was messing with my head in Australia, halfway like across the hates world. You. Yeah. And thinking I'm going to come back to like this massive thing. Yeah. So I ended up blocking the girl. And I was like, good written. So I'm not going to talk to you. I blocked both of them, actually.
1: That's so shitty.
0: Yeah. It was so shitty. Because you stopped
1: to work. Exactly. Like, you're on a work trip. So like, now you're stuck
0: with Horrible. this. Horrible. And having to work. And Uh, immediately after that, I deleted all my dating apps. (laughs) It's like, this is the worst idea ever. I'd rather be single than deal with like crazy people like this. This is what happens when you're on the dating apps. I'm
1: sure you're like,
0: no, 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 never again, never again. (laughs) Not a good idea. Not a good idea. So that that was it. That was the last time that I heard uh, from both of them. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't jump back on the dating app until we matched, really. Can the which, power go out now? <laughs> which brings us to
1: <laughs>
0: Eden's encounter with Veronica. Veronica.
1: New word of the day, Hodacity. The audacity of this whole situation mm-hmm. is uh, fun for me, my turn. <laughs> okay. So I guess if I'm gonna take it back, mm-hmm. um, I was on dating apps and she was not my first date, mm-hmm. um, almost my last date because what happened in my situationship was so terrible. Uh, I definitely got scared, so I feel that. Like, she did some damage in a very short amount of time to make me not want to touch dating apps again. Like I was this close. I'm really surprised that you and I got on a date because uh, uh-uh, it was so bad. Um, I feel that. So after you <laughs> sent her back to the streets, she apparently came crawling <laughs> into my side of the street. Mm-hmm. And if um, I remember doing the math to figure out, because like, I'm a very mathematical, analytical person. So I needed to see timeline. Like, where was this at when she went from you to me? And there was actually overlap. So when I did the math, she was talking to both of us oh, at the same time. Wow. So the audacity, again, of her like accusing you or bringing your ex into it horrible horrible i know I know. listen horrible. this
0: is a psa if you're on a dating app right now do not date anybody that's named veronica <laughs> or <a> salvadorian <laughs> <laughs> or salvadorian
1: just kidding this one's fine um so basically she was talking to both of us at the same time and so when you blocked her then some the universe. short time after, um, we ended up matching and going out on a date. To preface this in my l- judgment, I wasn't a people pleaser at the time, but my judgment was definitely clouded. Uh, this was three months, uh, three months after losing my mom to cancer. So when I say it was a very dark time for me in my life, we're talking bottom of the ocean, pitch black, questionable judgment all the way around. I'm surprised I'm still alive. Um, and this was one of those situations. And I remember uh, we matched together and we went out on the state, which is ironic because at the time I didn't eat a lot of meat and she picked like a Spanish restaurant that had a lot of meat. Mm. So it's funny that you went Veggie and you hate vegetables, and I went meat and I hate meat. Yeah. So was it was, there was just red flags that you know was choosing to ignore. Um, but I remember on our first date, and this was something that <laughs> kept coming up throughout the time that I knew, I knew a very very short amount of time. But she was running late. I was sitting by myself at the table, and some guy like walks up to the table, and he's like, you know, why are you sitting by yourself? And I said, I'm waiting for a date, and he was just, I don't know why he felt like he had the, you know, mandacity or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> um, to sit in that seat. But he was like, oh, you know, like you shouldn't be sitting by yourself. Well, I'm like, clearly I'm not going to be by myself. I'm on a date. Uh, and, you know, asked him to excuse himself. And as soon as he got up, she walks in and looks pissed because obviously it's not not a secret. I am bisexual. I identify as bisexual. Proud bisexual over here. I tend to say I'm J-sexual now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm clearly J-sexual and just like my sexuality skews this way, but you know, I am bi and it, that doesn't mean you like both. I just like to remind people: bisexuality is a spectrum. You can be emotionally, and mentally, physically attracted to yourself and other beings. Mm-hmm. For me, um, I was attracted to women at the time. And lesbians um, on the dating app tend to have judged me before meeting me quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of something that she brought up already saying that she doesn't really date bisexuals or take them very seriously. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Um, but she was willing to go out on a date with me. And I, like, I hate when people say that, you know, I'm just willing to, yeah, I'm gonna give you a shot. You know, I'm gonna give you a chance. And nobody f- loves to feel like that Yeah, as somebody who's
0: bisexual. And it's so common in in the lesbian world, in the lesbian community. I feel like there's a lot of lesbians who don't want to date bisexual women. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it is just insecurity. Like it just falls down to insecurity.
1: One of our earlier podcast episodes, you were honest, you were biphobic when we first started dating. And I was one of those girls that you said, you're bi, I'll give you a shot. And I'm like, well, here we go
0: again. Which (laughs) is why as a recovering biphobic person, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, a lot of it has to do with insecurity. Yeah.
1: It doesn't mean that you're ever gonna cheat or you're ever gonna leave somebody for somebody else. It just means that, you know, it doesn't matter who's on the other side of this table. Um, if I'm connected to you and I want to be with you, I will be with you. It doesn't. Gender doesn't really have a big place and say mm. in it um, all the time. And emotional and physical are so different. And for me, you were like the complete package. So hence why we're here now. And there's no need to want anything else, but between lesbians and bisexuals, there was always that tension. Yeah,
0: unfortunately.
1: And so to see a guy in her seat, it was already like this, you know, metaphorical, like, uh, blue is you the warmest color. You shouldn't be on this date yeah, like, already. Oh, she's, she's talking to men or whatever it is. And I was like, okay, listen, I am a pretty girl. Men are going to come up. That's just inevitable. It's just what I choose to do with the situation or how I handle myself is, you know, what should be judged. Anyways, so she gets there, not happy about it, calm her down, we get over it, it's fine, the date's going like somewhat fine, nothing out of the ordinary memorable where I'm like, I need to see this person again. Um, The date started to come to an end, and I, well, I was trying to end it fast because I was leaving on a plane, literally, (laughs) and we're back, she has a type. Yeah, the type
0: vulnerable <laughs> and leaving on a plane and busy,
1: like busy, busy. like emotionally vulnerable, people pleasing and fucking busy <laughs> and leaving on a trip somewhere. So here we are. Um, did she come with free food? I'm trying to remember. I think so. Pick up the tab. No, no, no. I pick up the tab. I like to pay for my dates as I can. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I I'm trying to remember. So basically, I told her like, okay, I have to leave. I need to buy clothes. I'm flying on a plane to Miami and I have nothing packed and you know, I'm, I, I gotta go. And she was very persistent cause that's her thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's fine. Like you don't have to do anything. I'm just gonna follow you around. I just wanna hang out with you Of course. before you leave. I know it sounds so similar. And I'm like, fine, whatever, like you can hang. And then sure enough, like it wasn't just hanging and- Turned into a 24 hour date. <laughs> Did it turn into a 24 hour date? <laughs> During the 24 hour day, where I was trying to pack and I didn't get packing done because someone was freaking naked in my bed. And this girl, dark and vulnerable time in my life. Okay, I'm telling you, it was not my proudest moment. Right. You were
0: dealing with a lot yeah. of loss, so I'm sure.
1: I was so. It's funny because you said that. Like you were like, oh, I really didn't want to. So I left my underwear on. I think for me, I was still grieving and going through it. I was so numb. Like I didn't feel anything hmm. like for me and for somebody who's like a very sexual person at that time in my life when I was going through loss, I couldn't feel anything. Like I and I think I was hoping and like wanting to feel something again, and I couldn't. And I think a part of me was like really hoping that, you know, maybe talking to somebody or flirting with somebody would make me feel something, but hmm. I was just so empty um but I was trying I was like okay like Eden you're not broken like Mm -hmm. you can you can you you still have working parts like you can do this and I think I was just trying to push myself to try and like there came a point where social media got brought up because social media was my job back then still is now huh um and I was working for Warner Brothers and I was like you know, constantly working and always busy. And she'd always see notifications going off. And she assumed that I was like talking to people on social media and she didn't like how hot my pictures looked. And I was just being one of those girls. And I was like, well, guess what? This girl is not gonna change. Like my social media is not going anywhere you probably will before my social media does. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not talk about it. There's nothing to talk about. Like my, my social media is my thing. And I've always defended social media. I felt like it was a thing before most people did. And I just believed in it. And I had a passion for it. And I wasn't gonna let somebody new tell me like, like, take that away from me. That was the one right. thing that made me feel like I own this. And this is all I had left, you mm-hmm. know, was mm-hmm. just social media granted I had like five followers it wasn't like the crazy. craziest thing is
0: I don't remember her being on social media like no. I felt like
1: you couldn't find her yeah. digitally because I I tried I did the stalking and I you know I'm really good at stalking online I tried to do all the stalking and I couldn't find her I almost didn't go on a date because I thought she was a catfish mm-hmm. or like didn't exist digitally because I'm like if I can't find you online something's of you're hiding
0: yeah. And now I know why. She ruins
1: everybody's lives. All the lesbians are hunting for you <laughs> and nobody can find out. Exactly. And, and leave like a, you know, one star review on Yelp of your dating experience. That'd you be know? so
0: cool if there was like a An Yelp app? for dating. Right. Or you could just grade everyone.
1: <laughs> leave reviews. And leave reviews.
0: I think that's it. No, I'm just joking.
1: Um, so anyway, so I'm on this plane. I get to Miami and she's constantly blowing up my phone saying, you know, like, i don't like your social media, blah, 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 blah. blah. You're probably talking to other guys. And I'm just like, come on. And I didn't know if this was going to be every lesbian that I was gonna have to deal with with this, but. Was she your first lesbian like date on
0: a dating app? No.
1: No, 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 I I dated other lesbians, but I think she was the most vocal about it. And for me, I was thinking, is this what all lesbians are thinking, Mm. but afraid to say Mm. with me? Yeah. Um. Because, like, the dates never really lasted long enough for me to, like, question or find out. But this one, for whatever freaking reason, she doesn't go away. You know, she's just around. So we keep going through this argument. And I'm like, okay, like, let me just try. Get back from Miami. As soon as I get back, and this is kind of something I was avoiding. Um, this is where the the story gets sad. <laughs> you okay? Uh, yeah, because I think I'm still mad. I know I'm trying to, like, let it go. But... Sometimes I just want to find her car so I can key it or something. Um, no, we're going to be nice. I retract that for legal purposes. That was a joke. <laughs> that was funny. Where's, is there a laughing? Ha, <laughs> 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 joking. Oh, yeah. Evil laugh. Oh, no. That was the worst button to press right now. There we go. <laughs> Comical laugh. Um, so I come back from Miami and... I have to now go back to my hometown and go through my mom's things Mm. because I have been putting it off for so long and I have to decide what is staying and what needs to be dropped off to Goodwill because her um, partner, her boyfriend of, you know, 20 years, it's just too hard for him to look at all of her stuff every day. And he's like, I just need you to do something with it. And I... I can't blame the guy. Like, I I would hate to see, you know, my life as it was. You know, he lost the love of his life and he has to look at all her things every day. So I was like, fine, I'll go. Like, I've been putting it off long enough. I just really didn't want to do it. Right. I wasn't emotionally and mentally ready. And I'm also doing all this alone because mm-hmm. I just went through a bad breakup too during my mom's whole, you know, cancer situation. And I called all of my friends to... Um, someone to come with me and come do this last minute and no one is free and sure enough guess who is free Veronica Veronica. (laughs) Veronica's like it's okay like you won't even notice that I'm there I'll just like go with you and like help you and I'm all okay but if we're gonna go and do this five hour drive from LA to the bay I'm going to need you to not bring up my social media Mm. and then We even get further than Bakersfield, which is just like two hours north, an hour and a half north before she's like, you know, your Twitter notifications are going off a lot and your Instagram is going off a lot. And I'm like, it's what I do for work, Veronica. As you're driving? Yes. And if you bring it up one more time, I swear, I'm going to just pull this car over and drop out and jump off. And she's like, it's fine. Okay, I won't bring it up again. Fine. We get there. We're finally like, I'm like sitting in the car with her and I'm kind of giving her the rundown. It's like, I'm going to take these bags. I'm going to start like bagging everything um, and putting things into different piles. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we go, you know, I just your Instagram keeps going off. Oh. And I'm like, Veronica, we're not even friends at this point. I just need you now to sit here and don't touch anything. Don't even talk. If we can just play the silent game for the rest of the trip, that would be perfect. And just like literally sit here and don't do anything. And don't be naked when I come back into any room. (laughs) Just don't do this. (laughs) And sure enough, I'm like just getting through it, packing up my mom's things. And I'm putting some things that I want to keep, like some, you know, sentimental Sentimental. things. Yeah, of course. And emotional things from like my childhood and things that I wanted to keep from her in a pile. And, you know, donation pile to the left. I can't imagine you doing that with someone who you just met. Yeah. Like that's a lot. It was dark times. Yeah. My judgment was very questionable. I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) And sure enough, um, we're packing up everything in the car and I gave her one job. I was like, can you just please watch these like two bags of things? These are things I want to keep. And this is all what's going to donation. And then she's like, oh, can I talk now? Are we still playing the silent game? And I'm like, fine, you can talk. Like, just yes or no? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I'll watch it. And I was like, okay, fine. Pack up the car offloading everything to donation and then finally we start the long drive home back to LA Mm -hmm. and I look in the back and I notice that the bags aren't there like the two bags of my mom's things that I wanted to take and I was like Veronica where are the bags like where are the two bags that you were supposed to you had one job like where are the bags (laughs) and she's like oops I think they got mixed up and they went to donation. No. Yes. Uh, and I called immediately the Goodwill to ch- try to get my stuff back. And they were like, it's gone. Everything is gone. Yeah. So, all the stuff I wanted to keep from my mom. That's
0: horrible. Yeah.
1: And we got back, sent the rental car back, tried
0: not to strangle her for the five hours on the way How'd back. How'd you home. do it? I mean, knowing the person that you are. I'm, like, surprised you didn't set the car on fire with her in it. (laughs) Yes, me too. (laughs) Me too. But
1: I literally just, I knew I needed to play the silent game because if not, like, we're going to go to jail. Yeah. Like, I've already gone through enough. You know, I couldn't do it Uh, at that point. I just needed to, I, I was already a wreck and going through it I'm surprised I didn't snap but Mm -hmm. I knew how this close I was to unraveling about everything I was just like play the silent game Eden and just get through it get back to LA just get back to LA in one piece and not with like a record yeah and so sure enough like we got back closed the door in her face never wanted to speak to her again I'm never getting those things back, and you know they're just things. It's not my mom. It's not gonna bring her back. But you know, they they're going through all of that stuff. I just those were things I knew I really wanted. Right. Um, But it's fine. I mean, it's not fine. But I'm over it. (laughs) But am I? Gross. (laughs) I know. Uh, And closed the door in her face and deleted the app for a little while because that was. Fucking terrifying. I uh, never wanted to go through that again. And it really scared me because I'm like, that's what's out there? That's what's out there? Hell <laughs> no, I don't, don't want to do that again. <laughs> but it made it really made me nervous for a very
0: long time. And then I met you. And then you met me. Mm-hmm. And then we, so now we're full circle, right? Yeah, this we're is, back. We're this back. is Veronica, our Veronica stories. And now Eden and I are matched and we're going on a couple of dates and we're really feeling each other out. Mm-hmm. And we're talking late at night. About random things, trying to get e- get to know each other on a deeper level, and she brings up the fact that this Veronica girl, who worked at this one place, is this one ethnicity. Mm-hmm. It sounded like was like the worst date she's ever you, been on. You can't find
1: her online.
0: So all of these, and then she like, said that things she said, started to pop up in your head. Yeah, that was the thing she said. You and you can't find her online. So I was like, hmm. I know who that is.
1: But she didn't tell me. You didn't tell me that you knew. No, You were just quiet. And I remember being on the phone with you. I'm like, are you still there? And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, I gotta go. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'll see you. Like in two days on our date, I,
0: I had to process all of it because in my head, she's telling me a story that sounds ironically like my story. You're like, huh, girl that just winds up naked in your bed when
1: you're on a plane somewhere.
0: Huh. And ruins your life. Mm-hmm. Dating apps. Yes. And it could have gone one of two ways, right? If I told you this thing yeah. over the phone, you could have easily ghosted me because it's a crazy, it's crazy stories on both ends. So yeah. you could have been like turned off by it, embarrassed. Um, very uncomfortable and then just maybe ghosted me and not wanted to deal with it because and it's very easy to do that over the phone yeah um and I didn't want to take that risk with you so I mm-hmm. felt it makes sense to talk about it in person so Aww. at least I can a tell you in person because I think it's that kind of conversation yeah, it's a little bit <laughs> and b if you never wanted to see me again then I'd understand but at least I can see your reaction versus just getting ghosted over the phone I think I was expecting the worst Oh. So I was trying to. You kind of
1: liked me back then. Huh? I did. So you were afraid of losing me?
0: <laughs> Already. Oh. So I planned
1: a date. There is this um, poetry slam place mm. that I loved. It was my favorite spot, and I would go there like at least once a month. Mm. And it was really hard to get in. And I told you, I was like, we have to be early because you have it to get in line out. and it sells out, and it's like first come, first serve. And for whatever reason, and Jay's always on time. I, on the other hand, can be better. 2023 will be my year where I'm actually on time. Um, and Don't hold your y- breath. You, <laughs> you were late. I was late. You were so late to the date. And I almost thought like you were standing me up and
0: you weren't really texting me back that much mm-hmm. at the time too and didn't know you had all this information. I was panicking and I was on the phone with my best friend explaining the situation. And I think I was, I was just nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was really scared to have this conversation because it could go one of two ways, you, you know? afraid of losing me? Their- yeah, I was. Aww. And so I think I just kept lagging and lagging and lagging until I, I couldn't, I just had to walk into the restaurant and just like word vomit everything.
1: And you were like, yeah, you know, the other day when you were telling me this story about this girl and this thing. I think we dated the same girl. And then you said, is her name Veronica? And you were like, yeah. "Yeah." And I was like, does she work at this place? And you're like, yeah. "Yeah." (laughs) Does she ruin your life? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we quickly realized that we dated the same girl. And my reaction wasn't what you thought it was going to be. It was so iconic. Because I was so, I, I was mad at what she did to me. But I think at the time I was, I just, I don't know what it was. if It was love at first sight, but I was so in, like, infatuated with you and in love with you even early on that I was more mad about what she did to you because I was like, you don't deserve that. You're such a good person. Like, how dare she, the audacity of her calling her. And then I was like, you know what? Let's FaceTime her. Yeah, let's let's call her. Let's do what she did to you and look at, and be like, look who I'm on a date with. Like, look who I'm on. And then I was like, let's do it. Like, let's do it right now so she can see it. And then also she had, was talking to both of us at the same time. So convenient. And 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 that's Eden in a nutshell. Yeah. That was Eden. In a nutshell. I was like, I'm the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm done. I'm done protecting this. Like, let's go. Grenades, call, explosives. Let's just blow
0: the shit let's up. Let's just go
1: show up and let's go show her. And then. Jay was like, no, like Michelle Obama, we got to be the bigger person. Let's not. But that's like, I don't know. It's such a crazy
0: story. yeah. And I think people are scared of like that happening, right? Like
1: it's very common. Like you'd be surprised, especially in the gay circle. It's so common to date the same person. right? And I think had we had not been grown enough to want to have that conversation and be like, you know what? Your past is your past yeah you know it is what it is like I have a past you have a past we're present now let's move on and move forward like we could have easily made it weird but we didn't because that was then this is now and I really like what's happening now we didn't make it unfortunately to the poetry slam which I still you we still owe you that date. we never went back since I think we were you heard it so, first we were here. so tarnished from that day she does me a back. date I do I do I mean always always looking for a good date date idea um, but yeah, I think it took a lot of growth to just—I think you know—just be like, you know, what that happened. It, yeah, you know, it sucked. But I really enjoy what's happening now. And unfortunately, but fortunately, had we had not gone through that, we wouldn't be here too. You know what I mean? Like. The passing
0: of her to you, to me, to your ex, all the things like... It was like a real episode of The L Word where they bring out that map and all all the lesbians are... Like, they're all connected somehow. (laughs) That's what it felt like.
1: You know when you say you wish your life was like television or a movie? Be careful what you wish for.
0: Yeah. Gotta be specific with which one. (laughs) Definitely.
1: But lesson learned. I think we came up on, you know, the best end of the stick and couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah. So this entire podcast... Um, if you're listening, the moral of the story is do not date a Veronica (laughs) that is Salvadorian and lives in LA.
1: But I want to end this episode on like a positive I mean the whole thing ended up being obviously this is kind of weird like happy ending story but like on a positive note, we should pull one of our intimacy deck cards. Let's do it.
0: I think I pulled last time so you should pull this This time. time.
1: Okay. What am I gonna pull? Sorry. Remote, please. Oh, please. You read two of them. No, oh, I didn't. They were stuck together. Sheer. Instant replay. Can we see that? I'm just checking. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love this one. Okay, it's a two-part question. Okay. So, what goals do you have for yourself, and how can I help you? How can I support you to achieve them?
0: Oh, that's a great question.
1: Perfect question for the new year.
0: I have a lot of goals this year. I'm trying to think big this year. <laughs> <laughs> Just things that I don't think I can accomplish. But I think Lay <laughs> a ton. Um one, I would like to finally marry you, like have a ceremony, and that's like a goal this year. What? Yeah, that's your to goal? like set that up. Yeah. Cause oh. I think for those of you that don't know, we we saved a ton of money right mm-hmm. before the pandemic to have like that big wedding, um, that picture perfect wedding. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. So when the pandemic hit, it made us realize we need to really set ourselves up for success, especially in unknown times. So we ended up buying a house instead of having this dream wedding, which honestly, in hindsight, was like the right move anyways, because now we don't come from money by any means. So to have that kind of foundation and set up um, our future kids and just have that capital is really important, Mm -hmm. especially for women of color. Yeah. So I think that was a smart move, but I think it's time. Like you deserve a great ceremony <laughs> and I deserve a ceremony with our friends yeah. and family and and just doing that, you know, and it doesn't have to be on this grand scale because now I think that after everything that's happened in the world being upside down, it's definitely taught me that like less is more and you don't need yeah. all of that. Like that doesn't make or break the relationship mm-hmm. and the fact that we eloped You know, when we did and we wore whatever we had in our, like, closet and we went and had in and out as our, like, ceremony, like, our our first married dinner. Like, I love that about our story. I literally
1: Googled, like, fast, cheap wedding in Los Angeles. <laughs> and I found one for a hundred bucks. Right, and they were doing drive-through weddings at the time for fifty dollars. Um, you could not even get out of your car. We
0: splurged and we, we got did. out of the car.
1: We did in Beverly Hills.
0: In Beverly Hills, <laughs> baby.
1: A hundred bucks, and I think an extra ten dollars because it was a holiday. We got we loped on Christmas Eve. Yes, yeah. So that's a- so
0: I, I would love to work on that. Aww. Um, my second goal would be to um open like a bar or a venue space because a I think we have this platform and we've created this platform for our community and knowing that there's not like a lesbian owned bar in LA or long like LA Long Beach wherever like just LA County Mm -hmm. is crazy to me that we don't have our own space and now that we've been throwing events we've realized Mm. that it's really hard like venues won't give you a shot unless you can prove that you can do it but you can't throw an event without having the space to do it so it's kind of like this catch-22 and you're constantly fighting with venues and bars to give you a shot or like safe space to have your events
1: we don't have a home that's what I mean and it
0: would be so cool to just work on that and set ourselves up to create the space that our community needs I think those are my two big goals I mean, you did say big. <laughs> yep. Um.
1: The, the second part of that is how can I help you achieve them?
0: Um. I think you already are naturally. <laughs> Our dynamic is pretty interesting because I'm like the dreamer yeah. and the creative part of like yeah. the yin to your yang. And you're the executor and like- Slash spiciness. (laughs) Spiciness, but she's like so type A in that sense that if I have this crazy idea that I don't think I can achieve, you jump in and just figure out like a roadmap to get to that thing. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything you need to do other than doing what you're already doing, which is like believing in my goals and Mm. wanting to help me achieve them.
1: Well, I never want to stop you from dreaming because that's a part of who you are. And that's one of the main reasons you know, how and why I fell in love with you. And I feel like once you stop dreaming, then like a part of you is lost. And I would hate to be a cause of that. So no matter how crazy and big your dreams get, I never want you to feel like I won't be by your side, good or bad. And I just happen to have a nice built resume where (laughs) I love to problem solve for a living. And you give me some pretty big problems to solve. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, and you know, I love seeing you happy. I love
0: that. So, okay, what about you? What are your goals? Me, yeah.
1: Well, god damn, I feel like I gotta dream bigger.
0: <laughs> you gotta think big.
1: You gotta think big, bitch. Um, I would say a big goal for me is I never wanna stop learning and it's really hard for me to ask for help. And mm. even this question is really big because Every relationship I've felt like I've been in before you never really supported my dreams and my goals because um, I'm just the dream and goal maker. You know what I mean? I, I I make other people's dreams happen, but when it comes to my own, I feel like it was just never in the cards um, and it was never a priority for my partners. And it really makes me a little bit emotional just having you ask. Um, not that you haven't asked before, but I'm just like... If I were to dream big for me, I love I love learning. I would like to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've been really blessed with the opportunity to help people, and people look up to our relationship. And the best thing that we can do is always be honest and tell people the truth, and that things are hard, and that this is work. And you know, we used to be like this but it's taken these steps to get to where we are today and we're going to do the best that we can to share with you our Mm -hmm. lives and to show you the steps that we took. I want to be able to help as many people as I can professionally. Um, So I would love to go back to school for psychology and marital counseling. You'd be so good at that. (laughs) Because I feel like I love it anyways and I love this and I love this dynamic and I love giving advice and relationship advice. I just want to be able to do it professionally where I feel like I've read every book and I've read every study and I've talked to every doctor and this is the best you know logical advice I can give to you based on my background and um that would be a big goal of mine I love that yeah well we're gonna work on that we're gonna work on that (laughs) dreaming big and I think a goal of like how you can help me achieve that is just reminding me that I can do it yeah I think that would be a sometimes I forget (laughs)
0: yeah i think i think we both struggle with imposter syndrome a lot of the times yeah um so i think yeah that's a great i will continue to remind you that you're a badass person period and you can do whatever you set your mind to so
1: thank you yeah thank you uh i love you so much
0: i love you too like i'm it was
1: a shitty situation of you know how we got to where we are but i'm so happy that we did
0: me too i love
1: it all right we didn't remind people that if you like when you hear obviously give it five stars but there are great things happening on this podcast but there's also great things happening on our social too we we deep dive into a lot of these things and these stories and we share a lot of our lives with with you all and we're happy to. so don't forget to go check out what what's going off on their, those platforms also
0: if you haven't heard by now we're having a mixer yeah a singles mixer and we're also having a friends mixer so that's happening at the red line in downtown LA and it's going to be a fun time we're just setting up uh, prompts and Mm -hmm. safe space for everyone to meet and who doesn't want new friends I know we need new friends
1: We're, we're helping people get deeper and I think that's what we love because we have challenged each other to get deeper and we're like let's help other people you know get a little deeper out there and quality over quantity and let's just Help the conversation and yeah. get it going. So we're excited to start that. And yeah. one of the new many adventures and you know dreams that helping yeah. Jay achieve. Exactly. Um but we're excited. We're excited yeah. to do that. And grab
0: your tickets on our Eden XJ Instagram. Yep. There should be a link right there. And we hope to see you there.
1: Yeah. Until then, we'll see you at the next one. Love you. Bye. Bye.